Hello and welcome to What The Heck, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. Every week we look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, and then look at the theories surrounding it. I'm your host, Glenn, and I can't give you the answers to these unexplained things, because I don't know what they are. I'm just here to give you the information to decide for yourself. All research is done as academically as I can, and references are given at the end of the episode. This week's episode is a historical episode. We're looking at the men in lead masks. In 1966, a boy flying a kite near Vintem Hill, Rio de Janeiro, came across something strange. He had discovered the bodies of two men. He reported it to the police immediately, and an investigation began. But that's not really the beginning of this story. It's just a good starting point. Let's go back a bit to the beginning. On August 16th, 1966, Manuel Pereira de Cruz told his wife that he and his friend Miguel Jose Viana were taking a trip to Sao Paulo the next day. Manuel and Miguel both worked as radio technicians in Rio de Janeiro, and the trip they were taking was meant to be so that they could buy more materials for their workshop and also to buy a car. The next morning, the pair took around $1,000 with them and boarded a bus except they weren't heading to Sao Paulo. They caught the bus to Niteroi, which is significantly closer to Rio de Janeiro. They arrived at Niteroi at 2.30pm. It was raining that day, and they were reported to have bought waterproof coats from a small shop before spending some time at a bar. The waitress remembered Miguel. He bought a bottle of water, but was preoccupied with his watch. He was always checking the time and appeared nervous to her. After Manuel and Miguel left the bar, there was a single eyewitness report of them before their bodies were discovered. A local man had seen the pair in a jeep being driven by a blonde man, perhaps with another one or two people inside. None of the other men have ever been identified. The only reason the local man knew about it was because it was just before nightfall and the men got out of the jeep to walk into the forest nearby. After the boy found the bodies, the police were notified, as I've said. When they arrived, they found a strange scene. The men were still wearing their raincoats. Underneath, they wore formal suits. The strangest thing they wore, though, were the masks on their faces. They were made of lead and looked a lot like sunglasses. Around the bodies, the police found an empty bottle of water, some towels and a small amount of cash. By far the most bizarre piece of evidence was a note found in one of the men's pockets. It read, 1630, be it agreed place. 1830, swallow capsules. After effect, protect metals, wait for mask signal. The police quickly identified Manuel and Miguel tracing their steps to find out the information I've already covered. But the trail quickly went cold. After the pair had been seen entering the forest, they weren't seen for another three days, and by then, they were dead. 
During the investigation, it was found that there was no sign of trauma, a struggle and no obvious cause of death for either man. Even though the note the police found said they should ingest some capsules, a toxicology report was never made. According to reports, this was because the coroner was overwhelmed with work. The police didn't suspect foul play and never pushed for one. It should be noted though, that the bodies were highly decomposed when they were found. This is odd, because they'd only been missing for three days, and nobody knows how long they'd been dead for. Two months after the discovery of the bodies, a statement from a yoga teacher appeared in a local newspaper. The statement explained that some members of a community known as scientific spiritualists often took psychedelic drugs, but the type of drug was never explained. The case had run unexpectedly cold. With no toxicology, no leads, and no information aside from a note that doesn't give very much, the police had nowhere to turn. Over the years, cyber sleuths have looked into the mystery and come up with many theories. Mysterious lead masks cover their faces. No leads. How can we make any sense from this story? Well, as usual, people have theories. Before we go into theories, it's important to state that Manuel's wife had told investigators that both men were scientific spiritualists and both were interested in contacting alien spirits. They'd tried to do so several times with a friend. They'd even built an electronic device together that had exploded in Manuel's back garden. They said that they'd tested it on a beach and seen an explosion in the sky as well. This information is actually relevant to one of the less out there theories today. The day that Manuel and Miguel climbed to the hill, Local residents claimed to have seen a strange object emitting light at the top of the hill. The case actually gained national notoriety, attracting the attention of ufologists such as Jacques Vallée, who visited the site of the event. He classified the case as an alien contact, claiming to have found traces of residual radiation in the soil, which would explain the use of lead masks. Other residents said that the lights were caused by lightning because it was a rainy evening. They argued that the men had been hit by lightning because they were wearing metal on their faces. Both of these seemed to neglect some things. The bodies were found in an extreme state of decomposition, which doesn't back up the lightning theory, but could possibly back up the alien theory. But the radiation part of the alien theory contradicts the police findings. They said that they hadn't found any radiation at all. So who's correct here? The lights could have been lightning, aliens, or anything else really. Nobody that saw the lights was close enough to have an informed guess really. However, the idea of the lightning is plausible since lead is a conductor. The men could easily have been hit by it, but 
doesn't explain their state of decomposition. Another theory revolves around the money that the men took with them. Since most of it was never found, there has been some speculation about what happened. Some believe that the men were tricked, poisoned and subsequently robbed. Because a tox screen was never done, we don't know what the contents of those capsules were, so we can't say for certain that they were poisoned. But the money did go missing, so it's not a massive reach. It's possible that the men had used the money to pay some people to perform an experiment or maybe to ensure that they saw what they went out to see. Unfortunately, there isn't enough information for us to really delve into this theory, so it has to remain a mystery. The police followed a lead through Manuel's wife. Manuel and Miguel's friend, Elcio Gomez, who had helped them build their electronic device that blew up in the garden, was said to have fought with Manuel, and the police thought he might be a suspect. Gomez offered the police contradictory stories, pushing the suspicion further. He was never formally charged. Another man, Hamilton Bazzani, stepped forward, offering police an alternative. He told them that he had been paid to rob and kill the men after he'd met them at a spiritual centre. He lured them to Niteroi. With an accomplice, he said that he had killed them both, forcing them to take poison at gunpoint. The police were unable to find any evidence to back up the claim, though. One theory suggests that Manuel and Miguel were meeting people to trade off for some radioactive material, hence the need for the lead masks. But that doesn't explain the capsules, nor does it explain why the masks only covered their eyes. The lack of proper protective gear makes this theory crumble, but also a lack of evidence and radiation in the area. The capsules are the source of one of the theories today. The statement by the yoga teacher suggests that they were filled with a psychedelic substance. The yoga teacher was recorded stating that Manuel and Miguel had taken an overdose and died. But the lack of knowledge of what was in the capsules makes this theory impossible to either prove or disprove. That means that we can't realistically agree that this is true. As with many mysteries like this, aliens are one of the theories. It's possible that the men paid someone to take them up to the hill after talking to someone at the community centre. After reaching the hill, they may have made contact with aliens. Somehow, they ended up dead, and something happened to decompose their bodies quickly. Some people may think of the use of lie to cause rapid decomposition. It's been used in murder cases more than once and does affect the body in several ways. However, lie decomposition is different from natural decomposition and should have been noticed. Perhaps the police didn't know the difference, or maybe they weren't affected by lie. If lie was used, surely they would have seen residue at the scene. The men in the lead masks is a long-standing mystery that is yet to be solved. It's been looked at by all sorts of people, but nobody can really say what happened to them. What do you think happened?
The information from this episode came from a Global Bizarre article, an All That's Interesting article, and an article from the lineup. The theories from this episode came from a Medium article, a Historic Mysteries article, and a Cult Nation article. References and links are posted on social media if you want to take a look. The link tree is available in the episode description, so you can go to your preferred social media or listen on your preferred platform. Patreon is still unchanged, with a £3 tier if you want to support me, but I have nothing to put on there yet. Suggestions, personal stories and corrections can be sent through the email in the episode description too. This week's Creature Feature releases on Saturday, and next week's episode releases next Wednesday, so hold on until then.